This is Thriving Thoughts, the podcast that teaches you how to change your thoughts so you can change your life. I'm Dr. Sherry, clinical psychologist turned thoughtologist and truth teller. Welcome to season seven, where you'll learn to be gentle and deliberate with your words so that together we learn what it really means for women to encourage, uplift, and empower one another. Twice per week in five-minute episodes, we'll dissect popular phrases women say to one another, expose the lies hiding beneath their surface that perpetuate problematic ideals, and learn how to speak true encouragement so we uplift ourselves and others. Are you ready to speak truth over the lies and be an empowered woman who empowers other women? Start with this truth. A woman who changes her world changes the world. Let's go. You just might learn something from your inner critic when you stop trying to silence her. The reason you're unsuccessful is twofold. She hasn't learned how to communicate in an inviting way, and you refuse to listen. So she frustratingly comes back and, much like a crying baby, gets louder when you ignore her. You are not a snowflake. You can do hard things, as the saying goes. You can reap the benefits of listening to your inner critic, and you can teach her voice to be captivating and transformative. Discomfort is inherent in growth. When you learn something new, your brain releases dopamine, a feel-good chemical that makes you want to do more of what you just did. But first, your brain resists. We initially experience change as a threat to homeostasis, which activates the amygdala, which potentially makes you want to throw your hands up in the air in exasperation and give up. It's only when you persevere that you get to the quote-unquote dope part. When you invest money in the stock market, you may be hesitant, but you push through the discomfort of risk because you're aware of the potential reward. I'm a beginner at doing push-ups. I never look forward to doing them. I started out with wall push-ups and graduated to knee push-ups. Now I can do some traditionally. Years ago, I heard Jamie Lee Curtis in an interview saying she does 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups every day to stay in shape. It's been something I've aspired to since, and I can't skip to the good part. I doubt that I'll ever wake up feeling like doing 100 push-ups. But I'll show up and push through the discomfort because what does feel good is knowing that I'm challenging myself and I'm capable. Learning, investing, and push-ups all produce reward, but not without discomfort first. Your inner critic is waiting for you to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. The reason you're avoiding her is because you don't believe she has anything worthwhile to say. Your experience with her has been one of defeat. And to defend your honor, you refuse to listen to her put-downs. But what if under that gruff exterior, she has a trove of wisdom for you to ponder? Maybe she doesn't really mean, you're such a failure. What if, instead, she decided to catch more flies with honey than vinegar and said, okay, that didn't go as planned. What is there to learn here? Or instead of, you don't deserve that good thing, she said, let's stop to think. Do you really want that thing? Are you going after it because you believe you should? Because that's what success looks like? Instead of shutting her down, you're now having a fruitful conversation with yourself. Don't worry, by the way. Research shows that talking to yourself improves your ability to regulate emotions, particularly when you do it in the third person. Wow, you just worked harder on that, Dr. Sherry. You just might learn more about your preferences, distinguish your wants from your needs, discover ways to sharpen your natural gifts, how to communicate more impactfully, and that axiom of loving yourself means engaging in a little tougher love toward a deeper understanding and value of who you are, who you aren't, and why we need you. How do you change your inner critic's voice so that you're willing to listen to her? 
you switch her vocabulary from pervasive identity attacks to solution-focused outcomes. You preclude judgment with objectivity. Starting now, she's no longer permitted to use blanket statements about your character, even if it's good. For example, she's not allowed to say, you suck, or you're pretty awesome. She's only allowed to talk to you about specific observations like, okay, when you said this, you didn't believe you got your point across. Are there any words you could change? Do you have any unaddressed what-ifs keeping you in fear of being candid? Train your inner critic to speak in terms of growth, not fatalism. Angela Duckworth in her book Grit says, make your self-talk defiantly hopeful. Being hopeful isn't a just-think-positive approach. It's the act of engaging in deliberate self-study, measuring your effort and strategy, not your character, and producing that dopamine boost that's going to turn your inner critic from a feared dissenter who must be canceled to an influential advisor you won't live without. Stop convincing your friends to silence their inner critic by starting to engage with yours. Join me Sunday for another episode that teaches you how to speak truth over lies so you will thrive.